Hello and welcome to episode 112 of the True Achievements podcast. Joining me today, I have Jack. Hello. Hi. And I have Dave. Hello. Hello. I'm on new equipment. You're sounding very nice non-echoey. It's, Am I? We've got, yeah. new, we've, we've got no expense spared. <laughs> I've got a new, brand new Yeti Snowball Blue microphone. And I have decked the wall, uh, not with bowels of holly, but with echo-cancelling foam pads. It looked like Toblerones. They do look like collections of Toblerones. It's, it's not quite, as tasty. It's making me quite hungry. <laughs> no, it's not as tasty. And it came, it came with this adhesive spray glue stuff to put them on the walls. That seems to be poison. Well, it, to be fair, it did say, do not spray this inside, and we probably it did sprayed say that. it inside. I ignored that advice, and, well, because I couldn't take the wall outside to spray, <laughs> for starters. It was impractical. Um, so I just sprayed them inside, and then I felt ill for about an hour and a half. I was going to have a lie down in the corridor for a bit. Um, so... Uh, we we risked our lives to bring you a better quality audio recording. <laughs> so I hope you appreciate it. Um, we're continuing our 10th birthday celebration week, which has gone on way longer than a week, um, into week two now. We're nearly at the end of it. We've done loads of stuff. Basically, we had to extend it, A, because we couldn't get the app achievements through Microsoft certification in time. However, that happened yesterday. So uh, True Achievements app achievements are now fixed. They are no longer discontinued. They have new requirements to unlock them. If you had already unlocked them under the old requirements of the snapping stuff, then you don't need to worry. They will already they will still be unlocked. No change there. But we have changed the names, the images, and the descriptions to things that are now doable. Uh, they just require a little bit more reading of news, uh, rating of games, or viewing of solutions, I believe off the top of my head. So that's all live. That went across yesterday. So thanks to Microsoft for helping us with that stuff. And um, everyone who previously got cross with me and sent me abusive messages, uh, you know who you are, the thousands of you. You can now unlock that those achievements and complete the, the app, finally. Uh, also, people that were on gamer score tracking or non-stat tracking can now get the leaderboard achievement for coming top of the leaderboard. They were excluded from the leaderboards for having... Uh, not being on full tracking, which is sort of standard site procedure. But just for the app and just for the next week, we're flipping that over so that those guys can earn the top of the leaderboard, I'm number one achievement as well. Also, we were supposed to bring you a special edition of the podcast. Uh, we have been so busy trying to sort everything else out that I haven't had time to record that yet. Uh, we're hoping to do that at some point in the next or maybe today, if not next week. Uh, but we will do it. We had loads of interesting questions, but it requires quite a lot of time and it requires me remembering things. <laughs> at the moment, I'm not very good at. <laughs> so apologies if you're looking forward to that. I'm, I'm still having to do it. Um, Dave and I are going to do it at some point very, very soon. So uh, continuing the 10th birthday theme, we have been continuing our challenge, birthday challenge, to spell Happy Birthday True Achievements. Um, I have been playing various games for that, but then I've got sidetracked with various other games. So there was some new DLC for Assassin's Creed Origins that we previewed a little while ago uh, called, I think it's called Curse of the Pharaohs off the top of my head. Yeah. Which is considerably longer than the previous DLC pack, which was called The Hidden Ones. Uh, I reckon I rattled through The Hidden Ones in about three and a half hours. I've already put probably five hours into this second one and I'm barely halfway through it. So uh, Spilner, Sight, 
legend has been on the site for a long time. He finished it recently. I asked him how long it took him. He reckons 12 hours. So Curse of the Pharaohs is rather chunky. It's good, though. It's a bit different, some different locations. Lots more fantasy-ish, big scorpion, monstery things. It's all a bit weird, but good fun. And it's raised the level cap to 55. There's an achievement for getting to level 55. That's the thing that's going to take the time because I was only on 45. The previous level cap was 45. So that's quite a hefty chunk because level progress has slowed down. Uh, that was good. Uh, what else did we play? Jack, me and you played some Marooners yesterday because we were panicking about GTA SC. Yeah, it got to, uh, it was at half past three in yeah, the half afternoon. Yeah, before the cutoff. Yeah. And we realised we were below the cutoff. So. We were. so I hadn't played Marooners on the stream before, but Jack had, and it was he said it was easy score. Uh, it's, it's like a co-op party game. It's, so. it's easy score, and one person pops an achievement, it pops for everybody that's signed in. So, Which is ace. Yeah. So I got 12 achievements in that for 205 Gs. Uh, I also played a lot more Gravel, so I got to the point. It's weird. So Gravel, if you remember, I've had no problems with frame rate either since I winched about it for ages. I don't know whether they did patch it behind the scenes. I unlocked half the achievements in the first hour of gameplay, I reckon, maybe the first hour and a half, and then there's just a massive lull, which is really bad achievement design because I've probably put 30-odd hours into that game now. And then (laughs) right at the end, you, you do the last race, um, and if you win the last race, you get the, a 90G achievement for like completing the whole game. Then there's another 90G achievement for doing a race in every location, which the final race is in the final location. So as long as you win that, uh, you get that. And then there was another one I unlocked. Uh, I think there was four that popped one after the other for 260 gamer score just at the end of one race. It was really stupid. Like, after having like 15 hours towards the end, isn't it? Really annoying. So it's all heavily stacked at the beginning and at the end. It's like an inverse bell curve. <laughs> you want an inverse bell in your games, do you? No one wants an inverse uh, bell. Um, <laughs> yesterday, I played some Tesla versus Lovecraft. Now, we had a review go up on the site for this this week and uh, by Mark. Uh, Mark P. It's confusing. His tag's not the same as his name. As his name. I get it all get it all around the wrong way. Uh, what a game, though. It's a top-down twin-stick shooter, which is probably all you need to know play it's great it but again uh, a load of achievements pop right at the beginning i got seven for 310 it's like set in a lovecraftian world so you're in a like a graveyardy type place but there's just wave after wave of enemies it reminded me a bit of a twin stick shooter version of zombie car driver was that what that game was called zombie something driver zombie driver zombie driver it's very like that uh, graphically uh, just super fun really intense millions and millions of enemies and then you can you can collect parts to build a mech and as soon as you get a mech you're just super overpowered and you can just wade through wave after wave of monsters it's a really cool game i'm going to go for the completion which will be exciting um, i think the, it's around um, six to seven hours completion the reviewer managed 19 of the 20 achievements in, yeah in what, six hours so six hours. um i reckon that's doable and it's really good fun like super fun should we talk about some sea of thieves it feels like it's been sea of thieves week um jack you've streamed a lot of it dave have you played it yet no Okay, I'll let Jack lead on the Sea of Thieves theme. I've played a bit of it, but not enough to really have a massive opinion. But it has changed quite a bit since its launch from the beta. Okay, so we've played four hours, or streamed four hours of it so far. Um, We've done it on two different accounts, so we've kind of started fresh each stream for the two hours. It's just kind of more of what you expect, though. So you start off, you've got your character creation this time, kind of some customization. And then as soon as you pick your ship, you can either pick Galleon for a full team of people, smaller ship for 
just two people or three people. I'm not too sure what limit there actually is on that. I think they call that a sloop. Yeah, sloop. Um, And then it plonks you either on an island in kind of a pub or directly on a ship or on the seashore looking at a ship. And that's how it starts. Um, There's a little bit more guidance this time. So it seems to tell you to go and pick up a voyage and then tells you to go into the ship and like where to put the voyage down, where to vote on the voyage and actually how to initiate something, which is nicer than it was in the beta. (laughs) Not knowing what to do. But we... I had a considerably, it sounds crazy. So we, the second time we played it, we used a mic and a headset and we actually partied up, we created a gaming session on site for it. And we tried one of the merchant quests and the merchant quests, you've got to go off um, and find something in the environment. So in this case, we had to go and get two chicken cages. Then we had to go to an island and find two red speckled chickens and then collect those in the cages, then bring them all the way back. So it's kind of a... Uh, bit of an A to B to C, then back to A mission. We tried those in the second stream, and we, we spent two hours just attempting one of those and didn't even finish it. And we wow. did, um, That was with mics and headsets as well. In the first stream, we didn't have a mic. We were on a sloop just with one other person, so we were using the um, D-pad shortcuts to kind of chat via the in-game system. And that seemed to go considerably better, but I think it was more to do with the quests we were doing. So we did gold merchants instead, which seemed a bit easier. And it was also less populated on the server too. So we didn't have to worry about other pirates and stuff like that. Yes. We, were, we were playing that um, slightly before launch because we managed to download it early. That's weird, Ace. Mm. Um, yeah, it's probably worth mentioning that the achievements... <sighs> I mean, they are nuts, absolutely nuts. Some of the requirements, there's, I don't know how many achievements no one has popped yet, but it looks about, I would say, almost half the achievements no one has unlocked. And the game's been out for four days now, it's day four, I think. So the achievements Um, themselves, we've put a lot of effort into that list, and there are some really just nice random achievements, like for throwing up or other... Yeah, there's some really good ones. There's some really good ones. It seems like they've... They've gone to the extreme where, with some of them, it says, like, get, is it a thousand voyages or a thousand chests? Yeah, and there's loads of those as well. So there seems to be several different factions that you can sail under. And there are all different mission types that you could do. And there's achievements for doing a thousand of each of those different types. And it's like, wow. I mean, even doing a hundred of those would take weeks. That's a lot of investment, isn't it? I know they are obviously planning to add more content every so many months and expand the game but it's almost like they should have held back and maybe added achievements for the new content for like replayability down the line i think people are gonna if they do go for 1000 achievements now it's i was gonna say i reckon it'll take a year almost ruin the game in that respect and it's not it's not massively no it's not massively different it's like you go and get a quest and i suppose there's probably some randomization but within a certain degree isn't it it's going to be go and get x animal from x island and bring it back to y person the, i mean the stories of it there's let's be fair there's a lot of people getting very excited about the game on twitter people telling really cool stories and they just seem to be having a lot of fun but a lot of the the fun stories people are having are nothing to do with it's the user interaction isn't it yeah mm. coming across another boat and how they've happened to have some sort of battle with those people so to actually sit down and go for a thousand missions completed on any of these different factions types, I just think it's gonna it's gonna take months and months and months and months. And it's gonna spoil your enjoyment of the game. I don't know why they designed the list like this. 
as you say, some of the stuff's brilliant, but some of the stuff is insane. And people are still not going to, I think some of these are going to have, no track gamers have this achievement under them for, you know, we're still going to see this at the end of the year, which is really unusual for a AAA mm. title. Well, I mean, to be fair, something like that, it, it almost feels like it could have been put in as an in-game achievement and not a proper achievement. So like a commendation well, in-game, you, you get like a special a thousand missions overall. Not yeah, you, or like a special outfit or something, a special gun if you complete a thousand of them, but maybe an achievement for doing 75 or 100. Yeah, it's that's way too still, high. That's still too high, potentially. That's <laughs> probably insane. Uh, especially some of the, you know, as you say, you didn't actually manage to complete one mission in two hours, and that was an easy mission at the start yeah. of the game. Apparently, they get much harder the further you go. Yeah, well, that was on the second day as well, and we also had issues with achievements just popping in general on the second day. So there yeah, that's been, I think there's a patch coming next week to fix that. So Mark um, put quite a bit of time into this over the last few days, and he's not had a single achievement pop, even though he's definitely done the requirements for them. So there is issues there. So on, on um, the first day, we didn't have any issues with that at all, so it's definitely due down to server population, I guess. Yeah, or maybe they, they must have... Mm-hmm. Must Tweaked have something them. behind the scenes, yeah. Uh, we did have a question on Sea of Thieves. Uh, Paul Carrot asked us, how much do you think the inclusion of CFDs in Game Pass affected its sales? So I imagine it's dented its sales dramatically because you can everybody that's got an Xbox One got a 14-day Game Pass trial with it. Uh, and as far as I can tell, that seems to what, <laughs> be what everybody's playing it on. I have seen one person complain about paying for a AAA title and then the servers not being accessible on day one. So there was a bit of downtime on day one, I think. there was, And it wasn't even like the whole thing was down. They were just something new people joined because they had such a vast quantity of people playing it. Um, and I think uh, someone asked me this on Twitter the other day, how do you think this launch has gone in comparison to other multiplayer day one launches? Now, traditionally, in the last two years, virtually every single multiplayer game that's that is entirely multiplayer-based has massive issues on day one. Um, considering Sea of Thieves had no way of knowing how many people, like normally you've got a pre-order number and you can guess approximately how many people are going to be buying it on day one compared to your pre-order numbers. Sea of Thieves had no way of knowing how many people were going to re- redeem their Game Pass codes. So they, they had literally hadn't got a clue. It could, it could have been one for every person that bought an Xbox One. I mean, it literally could have been that many. So I think it, it's unfair to to blame them for any issues that they had. And as I say, there weren't major issues. They were just, they were stopping new people joining games for about two hours. I know Ollie was trying to play it uh, on launch day when he got back and he couldn't join. But generally, I think it's been pretty good. Uh, Certainly compared to if you look back at uh, Friday the 13th or um, some of the other... Friday the 13th didn't work at all, did it? Yeah, exactly. And and that wasn't unusual. There was quite a few issues um, along those lines so I don't think it's been a particularly terrible launch. I wonder how many people will be put off because they've basically not paid a penny for the game, and if they couldn't get in on day one, maybe they won't bother. But it seems to me like it's quite a variable experience, especially for for new players that haven't got a crew. Some people are loving it. Some people just don't really get it. I'm, I'm slightly in the latter camp, and the achievement list has annoyed me, if I'm honest. I know we shouldn't really care, but it's bugged me. <laughs> anyway... We've had some fun. Yeah. I just I'm not sure it's going to grab the attention forever. I think it's um, looking at the review scores that are coming out. I've seen a couple of kind of sixes and seven out of tens. And well, that sounds they, about right. Yeah. I think it's just for, for something that's been in development for so long, it's almost for lack of 
content. I know there's a lot of content yeah. in there. Well, is there? I'm not sure there really is. It feels but a very it's, it's same. All, it's all the same. It's just a rinse and repeat. You do one thing, then it changes up a little bit. It's like the end game in the, the division. Yeah. Which some people really like that stuff. Um, but you can have hours where you don't even see another ship. But I mean, again, it's going to take you even hours to buy new weapons. Some of the weapons were like 27,000 gold, yeah. and you're getting kind of 150 yeah, gold if that, per, I think. per quest. I don't know if that goes up, maybe if you take on harder quests. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's been a mixed bag for me. I'm not... I mean, the, as I say, there's been a lot of people getting very excited about it on Twitter, but I wonder how long that enthusiasm will last. And a lot of those people seem... I mean, I do follow a lot of Microsoft employees as... As you'd expect, um, a lot of them, a lot of that hype is coming from those guys. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I'm it's going to be a, it some more time. a game that's forgotten about in a couple of months. To be honest, it's it's not going to be kind of a, a game people are just talking about or playing mm. in the future. We shall see. Anyway, we got ten achievements for eighty-five Gs on the first stream and three achievements for twenty-five Gs on the second stream. Dave, what have you been playing? You've been very quiet. I decided to go back playing quantum break because i think it was one of the it had an easy one for one of the letters in the birthday challenge okay and then i just decided to carry on playing it so i was i think i was i think i just finished act three so i had two acts to play through finish that on hard it wasn't too bad it's a bit weird that game i don't know you've all played through it i guess yeah i loved it it's like playing on hard. It's not really hard at all. It's fine until the final boss battle, and final it's boss not really. It's hard it's on easy. <laughs> I can tell you that now. It's hard just because it doesn't. Re- it's not really clear what's going on. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you kind of figured out what happened, it wasn't a difficult battle. But he, so you've got like the boss who's throwing like these little mini grenades all around the screen. But you, it's, I thought it was hard to tell where the grenades were and yeah the camera the camera work doesn't really work on that level and there's the the thing that used uh, i could avoid the grenade spam it's this big red glowing thing that suddenly yeah you you kill if you kill like a wave of enemies don't you then he throws one big massive grenade and you got to kind of run you're in like a swimming pool so you got to run all the way to the other end but i didn't really i don't think it was clear where it was until you saw it so like no exactly it was completely unclear i honestly i played that over and over again i wasn't sure why i was dying (laughs) and eventually i I ended up looking at a video and that's no way to just to tell what to do rather than anything else which is stupid. And that game was. Did you did you enjoy the game? I know you weren't massively on it the first time. Yeah, when I like when I went back through it again because I went back through the whole game, but I went through it on easy. You know, getting all the collectibles because oh, okay. a lot of them okay. that I'd missed and stuff. So yeah, it was it was it seemed better this time than what I remembered my initial. Yeah, I really liked it. I was surprised you weren't keen on it. I think the beginning of the game is better because it's more normal. I think you said you finished Act Three and then went. Went on to act four. Is that all a bit weird? Is like the world collapsing in on itself a bit? Yeah, like it. And it, it, it's pretty, I think because I kept kind of jumping in and playing a little bit and then, you know, leaving it for a while. Right. And it, it seemed to be always whenever there was like an alphabet challenge, <laughs> there, was a, there was one of the letters was in Quantum Break. Okay. So, you know, try to remember what controls were and stuff. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I, I probably put about four of, I probably about five hours over like a couple of days. And got the hang of the controls, and yeah, I enjoyed it more than what I remembered originally. Yeah, I thought. I mean, I think the first few levels are pretty solid shootery mechanics, but with some extra fun stuff thrown in. I liked it. I thought it was a good game. 
Um, what did you think the Xbox One X enhancements on it? Because I remember it being really pretty, you know, when I first played it. So I played it on the X for one night, and I remember looking at like because the facial animations and stuff were amazing, but I could seem to remember that they were anyway. And then when I played it to go back through the collectibles and stuff, I was just on the normal Xbox One, so oh, okay. I didn't. I, it was hard. I didn't really see a huge difference between the two. I think it ran a bit smoother on the X. Yeah, probably. Um, it's a pretty game anyway, isn't it? I think as yeah. you say. And um, it's like so full of detail, even playing it on the Xbox One, you know, like the environments are really detailed and stuff. So yeah. I, I don't see a massive huge difference. Uh anything else of notes that you've played? I've been playing just basically stuff for that the challenges and, and then saving myself for GTSC. So I played finished the one eyed cur or whatever it's called. <laughs> just a, a bad game. It's like a it's it's like a, a really basic point-and-click game, but almost like child-friendly, but then I don't think a child would understand what was happening, so it seems like counterintuitive that way. <laughs> this is the same guys that made North. Yeah, so... <laughs> and, um, that tells you all you need to know, folks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think it's not. It's the same publisher, so it's a different ah, developer, okay. but a, a lot of the things were kind of the same between the two, like the character select, you know, to sign into your profile at the beginning. There's obviously some tools that the publisher uses that they, they're whacking on everybody's game. Okay. And then last night, the last thing I played was this week's GTA SE bonus is for getting 12 5G achievements. Yes. So I was trying to figure out what I could do that. And then Gears of War 4, thankfully, has like 20-odd of them that I had. Oh, really? Okay. So I just went through loads of really easy stuff tonight. The killing so many enemies a certain way and stuff like that. So you can kind of jump in a chapter boost them so i think i knocked out 10 of them last night for all the 5g so i've just got two left so that oh i might so have to good. do them okay yeah, cool i need to look look them. there's that. a lot of easy stuff in there that it takes it probably it took me about two hours to get 10 of them but i had to play through some missions because I'm, I'm not as far through the story as you were so you'll probably be okay. right, i think we're at the same point now though aren't we because you um, you did the slimy one to get the dad out yeah. yeah, but I kind of jumped. I missed the whatever chapter that was. Or act, I think that was Act Four, was it? I yeah, kind of missed. Yeah. I've missed all of them before that because. Oh Trezzi, wow! Okay, right. Oh, I jumped wow. in with Treasy's game, so I caught up to that last night while I was going through this. I wonder stuff. how many acts there are. I'm probably not that far away from the end of that game now. I should probably five. Okay. I played something else really good, but I can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> That's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> really good. Anyway, I'll talk about that next week. Oh, I'm frustrated. I can't talk about it. Jack, I tell us you're what not you've been playing. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to get arrested. <laughs> Hang on, the FBI are coming. <laughs> right, you said that. You're embargo breaker, not me. <laughs> we didn't say anything, though, really, did we? Okay. It was Far Cry 5. <laughs> For those who can work out, Jack's clue. Yeah, Far Cry 5. Yeah. <laughs> I have to kill you. I can tell you, but I'd have to kill you. Oh, I watched um, watched Top Gun last week. Whoa, what a film that is again. That line's <laughs> in it. I can tell you, but I'd have to kill you. He says it's Kelly Pierce. Anyway. <laughs> Slight tangent. <laughs> Very tangential uh, tangent. Right, Jack, what have you been playing? Uh, I have been... I polished off the um, Happy Birthday Challenge. So I finished, finished that it? now. Yeah. Oh, so, so I was just jumping on random stuff to actually uh, pop the letters I needed. So I've been on all the Xbox 360 stuff. 
that clap goes on for way too long. Slowly, <laughs> <laughs> uh, achievement rare unlocks. Rare achievements, then. Yeah. Um, but I've been jumping through all sorts of games. So some new ID games. I've jumped on Bridge Constructor Portal, Bold Boy, Marooners, uh, Late Shift. Oh, I love Late Shift. Good game. Yeah, Snake Pass. Uh, back to Windows 10 title, Gimme 5. Had an achievement for watching my credits in that that I hadn't done. <laughs> uh, back over to Titanfall 2. And this was super weird. So I played it on Saturday evening, um, turned off the console, and then I booted up the console at work the other day. And a random Titanfall 2 achievement popped. <laughs> that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's when we started um, Marooners. Marooners, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just popped that achievement. Uh, the timestamp's like two days after it should have been, and I'm sure that already popped on my console at home as well. How but weird. I've had that going quite often. My last few weeks where I've popped an achievement, it shows as unlocked, and it, I get, but it doesn't do the you know, on-screen <laughs> toast. Yeah. And yeah. then I kind of disappear and come back later, on, and then it unlocks properly and it's like it syncs properly to live i don't know what they're doing at the moment they are having issues i think there was quite a few in fact the whole achievement system was down wasn't it last weekend well, yeah. I, I had a weird one um i was playing a, an xbox 360 back compat game and i rather than the old school achievement unlock um i like notification i got the new style one over the top <laughs> just didn't get the old style one which is not seeing that either um how are you finding Titanfall for two uh, good so far really good so I love the yeah. I love the fact that you can swap your Titans loadout at any point. So yeah. I don't feel like I'm kind of hamstrung to pick one loadout at the start of a level and then think, oh, I should have picked this one. And you the playing thing- properly with audio on and all that sort yeah, of stuff, yeah, yeah. not getting distracted. Because BT, who, who is the name of your mech, he's Ace or Titan. I should call him a Titan. Uh, he's brilliant. His character is awesome. They put a silly um, conversation tree, which is just totally unnecessary into the game as well. Yeah, yeah that was that out. <laughs> I can totally be The other thing, the loadouts are good, and I love being able to swap at any point, but it seems to give you a loadout that's contextual to the level you're in. So I've kind of got into a foundry, and I've suddenly got flames and fire and stuff. Uh-huh. But that seems totally weak against the guys I'm fighting against, because they're all kind of foundry enemies anyway. So it almost okay. gives you a loadout that's terrible for the current level. <laughs> but it'll probably be good in the next one. <laughs> I think that, isn't that your first um, mech battle, uh, I think, right in that? Yeah. Um, we're, it's, like a, it's sort of in a little, quite a small restricted area, but with columns and things to hide behind. I really enjoyed that. When I went back and played it a second time, that level's ace. Um, the game is amazing. I loved the yeah. um, sideways town as well. Climbing up through that, that just... It, blew my mind i couldn't comprehend i was kind of standing on something but looking up and buildings were jutting out of the floor kind of <laughs> one way, so it just confused my perspective and i found it so difficult to traverse the environment the game's wicked the way it switches between um really quick outside titan pilot mode stuff and then into heavy big battles with titans is just so well done it's a brilliant game i would quite happily play it again and that's um xbox one x enhanced it looks stunning as well Anything else of note? Um, oh, we talked about the streams, actually. So yesterday you played some um, Surviving Mars? Yes, Surviving Mars. So this is pretty much city skylines, but on Mars instead. And is it's, it made by the same people? I'm not 100% sure. Let me double check. I think that's the same publisher again. Same publisher, okay. Not as North. and uh, no. Yeah, same, same publisher, different people. Paradox. This was tricky though, so it didn't really have any tutorial. We picked the easy game mode, thinking it'd be easy. <laughs> that was plonked, the first mistake. Plonked us down on Mars. Um, there were some help screens that were a bit cryptic, and we had to build 
it's actually build buildings we needed metal the only way we could figure out to get metal and we figured this out about half an hour into the stream you can mine metal but to mine metal you're gonna need concrete in order to build a metal miner but to mine concrete you can collect it from the surface you need kind of a concrete extractor which needs metal to build it so you're in some situation where you need one resource to get the resource but you need to build the resource to get the original resource so um, we ended up destroying the ship that we landed with which gave us some metal then we could build a concrete extractor then started extracting some concrete built one building about that was the hour up um, so it didn't go too well the control scheme was very difficult as well it's almost like it it's a game that definitely benefit from a keyboard and mouse and they've yeah, taken those city games generally do i think yeah they've basically taken a vast array of controls and tried to map them to something that feels intuitive on a controller and it just doesn't feel intuitive so you've got to like hold the left trigger then use the d-pad to access certain stuff then you can hold the right trigger and use the d-pad to access other things um, the one thing it did have over the original city skylines launch is that you could speed up time and fast forward that was added later wasn't it on yeah the it was uh, excellent. And then you played Llama, some Llama game with lots Vicious of Vicious Attack Llama Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, this was great. We had the uh, one of the developers of a chat with us, which was cool. So he was giving us tips and hints throughout as we were playing. This reminded me again of Tesla versus Lovecraft, which you played earlier in the day. So you're basically in a big mech. You're in a city. Um, the city's more like Zombie Driver HD. It's kind of open world. You get little quests as you go around. You've got to clear the areas. And llamas are attacking you. You've got to try and kill all the llamas. But the, um, the story behind it is that there's a corporation called Llamazon. And they had, they had llama drivers for all their deliveries. And then they figured out drones were cheaper alternatives. Fired all the llama drivers. And then the llamas are now uprising trying to destroy uh, Lamazon. You're working for Lamazon to subsequently destroy the llamas. It's slightly odd um, <laughs> premise of a game, but it's full of puns. Yeah, All full the of weapons puns. are punny. There's actually a um, pun meter in the settings. Yeah, you can adjust how yeah. much pun level there is. <laughs> there <laughs> full corniness, half corniness, or no corniness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was quite a lot of fun. Uh, you got a lot more achievements in that game. Yeah, four player uh, local co-op as well. Four player local co-op, not often fun. you see that. Seven achievements for 110 Gs. Uh, I should just notice, uh, mention that the Far Cry 5 achievements have just hit the site. Uh, I am on the leaderboard with one achievement unlocked so far. Well done. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing brilliantly. I'm playing some co-op tonight uh, with Beck, so that should be interesting. Uh, look out for a review next week on Far Cry 5. Uh, I can't say any more. Uh, <laughs> right, have we got any site news? I think we have. So I've mentioned the Xbox One app. TA Xbox One app discontinued achievements are now attainable. Uh, the True Achievements moderator team is currently recruiting. Have a look on the homepage. There is a story about it. Uh, you can help us out in the forums, to moderate the forums. It's probably one of the most important teams, I would say, in this, on the site. Because basically, if someone starts being problematic and abusive and all those horrible things, then um, it's important that we crack down on that fast get them blocked get the post removed so it is a pretty um you've got to be quite conscientious uh you need a reasonable amount of spare time um, but you do get a ban hammer 
it is worth it yeah there are a load of questions to answer they're not difficult questions but just about where you are how old you are your availability a little bit of stuff about what you know about the site and things so uh, if you're interested in becoming a moderator on ta then check out that story and send a pm to clever jake with your application um, I should also mention that we have been making some changes to list pages on the <laughs> site. So that includes achievement lists, uh, game lists, and they've been a com- they've been completely rewritten from the ground up. When we were when I personally was trying to find games to do the birthday challenge with, I, I, it became very clear to me that some of our lists don't they not they don't offer you as much functionality as you need to find specific things. So we've added a search for game and achievement names uh, on all of those lists. Uh, Ajax stop search, you don't need to press return or anything. You just As you type, um, games will appear that match your search terms and achievements to on the achievement pages. But we've also added a way for you to see Xbox One um, games and Xbox One back compact or Xbox 360 back compact games in the same list. So that is now added as a separate platform. I think there's a lot of functionality that existed on some lists as well and that didn't exist on other lists. Like you had uh, the gamer score drop down on the site achievements page, but not on your personal achievements page. That's now kind of um, standardized that. So you can- yeah, so there's a lot of stuff. Basically, we ran out of room because there were so many filters being shown. Uh, what we've done now is we've tucked them in a little button so that you can click on the button and we, we've got a little more room to put more filters in. So you can now search on distribution type so you can see if a game is digital only or um, available uh, as a as a physical uh, copy as well. Um, some people really like that functionality. So we've added quite a lot more functionality in. Um, there were a few bugs, so we're still ironing out those. Those lists are incredibly complicated and we've rewritten them from the ground up and they are a lot, lot faster as well. So there are loads of benefits to this stuff, but apologies for the bugs. We are, I think we're pretty much nearly done fixing that stuff now. So a new story should go up today with a bit more information on all that. Uh, Regular news, Dave. All right. So the playlist game for April has been revealed. It's going to be Sea of Thieves. Surprise, surprise. Yes, it won with nearly 40% of the vote. Yeah, it was a massive win for it. Uh, Forza Horizon 3, second Gears, and then Battlefield 1 was last, which I don't know. But that was a really good month to vote in. You can uh, obviously get your Game Pass, try that out for super cheap next month. Woohoo! Yeah, presumably people that redeemed it on the day of launch, which was Tuesday, that should trickle into next month still. So you should still be able to play some next month. On your Game Pass. Nine games have been announced to be leaving Game Pass on March 31st. Obviously, some come in, some go out. Cube or Kyub and Roundabout are going off the Xbox One, which I don't think were amazing games anyway, so nobody cares. And then on, <laughs> on the 360, you've got World of Kathleen's Comic Zone, Hexic 2, Jetpack Refueled, Misplosion Man, Stacking, and the more will be leaving. We don't know what's joining in April yet, apart from City Skylines. Which is ice. Yeah. So I'm sure that'll be coming in the next couple of days. This week, yeah, I would imagine. In the next few days, we'll hear about that. Yeah. Uh, Just if you want to play CFDs for Game Pass, we are actually giving away a code for the game in this week's site competition. You should see adverts down the side. You can comment on the story to win or retweet. Loads of ways to enter to get on that. Got 9,000 entries on that one. Wow. THQ Nordic seem to be reviving a ton of old titles, some good, some bad. They've announced this week that they're going to be reviving 16 Nickelodeon properties. 
including Avatar. Wow, as in the Avatar? The Last Airbender, yeah. Oh, not not the game that everyone's got a thousand in. Yeah, but hopefully they do a new game, it'll be similar kind of completion. But there's loads of stuff, (laughs) loads of... Uh, SpongeBob, that kind of stuff they're going to be working on. So I think, I think that's quite good. There's a lot of uh, everything seems to be more adult based games now. I don't see a lot of kiddies' games. So getting some of these stuff that are on TV be pretty cool. And then an announcement this week it's still unclear really what's happening. But if you played Alpha Jacks or Wordament Snap Attack on the, you can play it on iOS and Windows Phone and Windows and all, everything pretty much. They've announced this week that the servers are going to be closing soon. Um, in some places, it's showing that they're going to be on March the 31st, so not much time at all. Other places, wow. it's showing as May the 18th. Uh, Kelly, okay. Kelly, you wrote the story for us, has actually reached out to Xbox support, but I didn't get an answer to be to a clear answer. I don't even know if she got an answer at all. But So it's not up in the air. It might be next week. It might be two months, but... So, like, I know Word of Snap Attack had some quite grindy achievements in it. Yeah. So you're going to have to get motoring with that or miss out, I'm afraid. Um, And that's it, really. There was loads of trailers and things. There was nothing really meaty this week. Uh, There was loads of racing games coming out. So I've seen some new stuff for both Onrush, Grid. I think there's something called Grid. No, was it called Grid? Grip. 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 We'll get there in the end. That looked like an old PlayStation game that I used to play, which I can't remember the name of off the top of my head now. Uh, but that looked quite interesting as well. And loads of loads of races coming out. I love all that stuff, so that, that's fun. Check out those trailers on the site. Um, okay, back compact news. Uh, nothing this week. Okay. <laughs> Good. Nice and quick. Apart from us, inv- uh, us adding drop-downs for back compact to yeah. TA. That should be announced by Major Nelson. Really. Um, let's move on to your bulging mailbag. All right, so question of the week this week is from Count... Inner Strax, uh, Fran Marder on Twitter. Uh, the Xbox One has changed a lot since launch, cons- constantly adding features, the newest being able to see downloads in the guide. Are there any changes to Xbox you want to happen? Uh, for him, he'd like to be able to compare games on the guide instead of redirecting you from your game. Um, yeah, downloads in the guide is great, actually. It, sort of Things like that, you don't really realize how much benefit they are until... You start seeing them and think, oh, that's really handy. Especially when we, we, I feel like I'm constantly downloading something or other. Um, I want Snap to come back. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can put our achievements back. No, I just thought the Snap mode was really useful, uh, especially for the TA app, um, to be able to see the achievements you were going for. I think a lot of people used them. it for the sports apps as well, because with the NFL and stuff like that, you could have almost picture-in-picture. You'd have it snapped with that yeah. plane for the right-hand side and your game on the main area. It would be good if they could bring that back for the X. I mean, I know they, they reduced it because it was overhead on the console. So obviously, if you've got the possibility to have two programs running concurrently, then you need to allow both programs to ha- must be able to function without some of that memory and some of that processor in order to allow for the other one. But they obviously were struggling with the, the power of the machine compared to the PS4. So they dialed that back. But I think on the X, they should, you know, world's most powerful console. Let's bring that back. That would be good. And um, the other thing is I want to be able to see achievements in games without having to launch the game. I want to be able to, which I don't think you can do anymore. When there was the app, you could do that. But if you want to look at the achievements in a title that's just on your dashboard, but not running, or just in your game collection without running. You can't actually do that until you start the game up. 
unless I'm missing something, but I'm pretty sure you can't. There is a um, there's a view all achievements at the bottom. Of, like you go to the achievements tab, there's a view all achievements button, and you click on that, and it takes you to your, like I think it's the social or gaming set. It's something on your profile which is like the list of achievements. Oh, okay. Maybe I need to find. Can you add a shortcut to? Because oh, I like all the pins and things like that. The weird thing is, like you know, when you first boot up the machine, there's like five slots of of games or things that just seems to be full of stuff that I never play. Yeah. I don't know why that's. Yeah, and then if you pin the stuff, it's on a on a separate page that you have to scroll down to. Yeah, is it is that list, is that the home page? Is that what that's called? Because there's two options: add pin and add to home. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm at sure, home, yeah. like you can add a single game. So do you know, like you've got those sections as you scroll down, like you've got your section of pins. Yeah, you could add one game as a section. So like one full window of your TV is like stuff on. Yeah, but I don't really want that. I want a shortcut to the game where I want to put it on the page that boots up when I start the, the Xbox. That's what I really want. Surely that's possible. I mean, that seems basic functionality. A lot of the like the personalization stuff. I, I like some of it, but like the home screen bit is, like you say, it's pointless. It's stuff that I don't want. It's adverts and yeah, play again. Two of your friends are playing this game. I don't. Oh, brilliant! Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're having a good time. Yeah. Um, Jack, have you got anything that you want to say? I think I'd just like to see the the home screen improved here. There just seems to be a lot of space that isn't utilised well. And when I boot up my console, I want to see the information. I want to see, first and foremost, and as Dave said, I don't want to know about some people I've never spoken to for, well, I haven't spoken to for years, but playing a game I don't own. But something yeah. else that jumps to mind um, from mentioning the snap mode is just the thinking about the achievement tracker. Um, being able to see picture in picture and you've got your pass through HDMI, haven't you? It'd be amazing to be able to have your TV on picture in picture and be playing a game at the same time. Yeah. Yes, Dave, any other ones? I don't like the way that a lot of the functionality of the whole console disappears when you go offline. Do you know, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Like I'm connected all the time, but occasionally, do you know, if your internet's down for 10 minutes, you can't start a game because you can't prove you've owned it and uh, it's to, yeah. things like achievements don't pop on screen you can't view anything pretty much it's like it just turns into a brick when you've got no internet connection yeah 99% of the time it's connected but I think it should be it should still function in some way and let you do some things when it's not connected oh I've got one when you're downloading a game don't turn off I'm downloading a game that could take six hours don't go into standby. Like it's just the most stupid functionality in the world. It's downloading a game. Don't go into standby. I turn it on and it's like, oh, I've got ten percent downloaded. What? I it's think into standby. Does it not carry on? Mine carries on when it's off. Yeah, mine carries on. It is if your power settings, if you've got instant on turned on. Yeah, I do have that. Mine updates all the games and stuff like at night when I'm in bed. I wake up, everything's updated and ready to go. Mm. I've obviously got a rubbish console. <laughs> <laughs> well, my internet is just so bad that it's just still downloading six hours later. Um, okay, ignore all that last statement then. <laughs> I'll tell you what I wish they would do honest. as well. Like, they can, Some games do it, some don't. When you're installing a game, when it gets to that 10% and tells you it's ready to start, actually let me start yeah. the game rather than give me a splash screen that tells me the game's <laughs> yeah okay that's one how about games that clearly should be tracking things that don't show the tracking yeah that's the most annoying thing yeah how can you not implement the most basic 
feature. That's such a handy feature. All the Ubisoft games just don't implement it. Yeah. EA, I think, is just as bad as well. Anything that's cross-platform, they just seem to build it into the game and not use the features that are part of the Xbox. Yeah, um, that bugs me. One other thing, you never ready to start stuff. <laughs> it's when a game says ready to start, you boot up and it downloads like a 10 gig. It's just a 10 gig update to download in the game like Destiny did. It. <laughs> <laughs> ready to open them. Yeah. yeah, it's not ready to start at all. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's not ready to start. They should make games like you got to actually be able to play some of it like just cause just cause was amazing so ready to start it put you onto a little island with just a load of explosives and some rocket launchers and you could just go mental <laughs> yeah. oh, download it for the rest of the background while you're having a, having a blast yeah i think um battlefront star wars battlefront had a similar thing you got it put it opened up one game mode for you yeah. um, which was fine that's really cool and it was like a training system as well so that's even better because it makes sense Okay, cool. Uh, thanks for that question, Fran. Enjoy your game. I shall get in touch on Twitter and give you the choice. Uh, next question is from Dave Crow. With EA announcing a massive change in direction for Battlefront 2 from loot box model to a more traditional microtransaction model, when is it too late to try and save a game and are there any games you'd like to make such a massive shift to get back on track? This is an interesting question. I'm sort of tempted to go back into Battlefront 2. I never finished the campaign. I didn't massively, it didn't grab me because I didn't want to play as the dark side. That annoyed me straight away that I was playing as the dark side. But apparently it's quite a good campaign, so I might go back and finish that. But there was so much uproar about this that it just completely put me off turning the game on. And now that uproar has, I guess, died down and isn't going to be coming back because basically the microtransactions are not pay to win. They are purely for cosmetics. Is that right? I think. I think that's kind of the change you've done, but... It came out when yeah. I was off, so I'm not, I'm not really ready to see much. Okay, lazy. <laughs> you should be should be checking all this stuff. Um, <laughs> but um, I might go back to it because it is a pretty game. It does, you know, it's got some cool characters. The sound in it is incredible. Um, maybe I'll go back. But I don't know. It's, the interesting thing for me is there are there is the potential to keep games evolving. Um, Rainbow Six Siege that seems to be getting more and more popular as the years go by, which is incredible. They're really supporting that game a load. So I think if you're prepared to, and I think most of the updates are free. Um, I think there is a market in having an incredibly popular game on streaming platforms. So if they can, if they can tap into that, then I guess the revenues come from people still buying the game. I think if you were buying Rainbow Six Siege now, it's still virtually full price, even two years after launch or however many years after launch it is because it's doing so well because uh, it's so well supported and I think the division they're doing a lot of stuff with still as well aren't yeah. they so it's like you being a bit nailed so I don't think it's ever too late to try and save a game I think No Man's Sky might struggle now Far <laughs> <laughs> Honor did it recently Far Honor's only real issue was the the servers were peer to oh, it was peer to peer matchmaking originally and it was absolutely yes. awful like constantly you'd do a 10-minute match and get kicked out towards the end or you wouldn't get in a game at all because it would just tell you it's broken. And then it's like been out a year they've just decided to add dedicated servers and it's like you've yeah, you missed so much of the people. Like I really enjoyed it. I could play that for fun, but it's just like I just got worn down by the fact of losing progress all the time. From, yeah, that is frustrating. And it's like that's taken a year to, to add it in. It's like, I don't really think I'll go back to it now. I think there's still quite a few people playing Friday the 13th as well, and that was completely balked for at least a month. Yeah, true. 
so I don't know. I think I think if you're prepared to put the hard work in and completely fix the game, then it's potentially never too late. Obviously, the longer you leave it, the less the less success you're going to have, unless there's a big a massive change in the in the in the gameplay or you give away a ton of stuff for free that's enough to encourage people to get back in but a game like Star Wars Battlefront which had you know it had a lot of goodwill before the loot crate disaster <laughs> you know people love the Star Wars franchise i don't think it will ever be too late for them to to patch a game and get people back into it i mean i'm i'm not morally opposed to going back into that game just because of the loot crate disaster i think they'll be able to get it back on track somehow but i don't I think it's tarnished for reputation a bit, hasn't it? There's oh, always sure. going to be the people sure. will never go back to it just because of what's happened. Yeah. So it's probably um, never going to be as big as it could have been. No, quite right. But that's good in a way. You yeah. want to punish you want you want to punish people for balking their launch, <laughs> don't you? It's just it's it, it, it's person, interesting like. it took them so long to actually do something. It's almost like, uh, obviously, it's Disney's property, isn't it? Mm, and yeah. they're very protective of that. It's almost like they went right, let's stop. You're not going to make any more changes. You've done enough damage. We're not going to do anything for a few months and then we're going to decide the best course of action. Well, yeah, they've done that and they've decided that they're not going to go back to it. So don't really know. I mean, I mean imagine there's a lot of very cross people somewhere <laughs> in the EA, Disney, yeah. Disney Corporation that have, people will probably lose their jobs over some terrible business decisions, which is fair enough. You make terrible business decisions, you should you should pay for it. Don't know, but I don't, yeah, I think any game's salvageable if if there's enough there to, to salvage initially. Good question. Last one is from Ian Triplo, and he's asking if Game Pass has changed your gaming or buying habits. And uh, for him, he's found himself thinking of finishing his Game Pass games first before looking at new stuff, I guess. So anything changed for you? Uh, Jack? Uh, yeah, I think it's changed for me in the fact that I've We'll just buy Games Pass rather than buying the um, the new Microsoft titles. But it's making me jump back into games that I never would have thought about playing as well before. Like I started. Is that just the birthday challenge, or? Uh, well, it's to do with a challenge, but also it's access to games that I wouldn't want to drop the money on. But now I, I, I have them. It's something that I haven't thought is worthwhile just paying outright for, like roundabout. I wouldn't have bought that, but it was on Games Pass, so I started it the other day. And that's been removed from Games Pass. I've got to buy it. So it's good for me. Yeah. Uh, what was the game I played last week? Sea of Thieves. No, Super Jack, Super Thingy Tail, Super Lucky Tail. Okay. So, yeah, I probably wouldn't have bought that because that was in Game Pass. I, I played a bit of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will play some more of that as well, but I've got, so, I've got about seven games on the go at the moment, which is a bit of a nightmare. Um, but yeah, that, that certainly helped. I don't. I'm not sure there's enough AAA in quote stuff in there. Um, so obviously, you've got Sea of Thieves. I would I would class Super Lucky's Tale as, as a AAA as well to a degree, or at least a double A. It was something I was interested in playing. A lot of the other stuff I'm not massively interested in playing, especially the old back and pat stuff, uh, unless there's easy score there. Obviously, we've done a couple of stories on uh, easy scoring Game Pass games. Uh, they, that's been very helpful. But apart from that, I'd rather play. And there's just so much new stuff that I want to play that I don't have the time to go and delve into stuff that's 10 years old, um, unfortunately. But I know there's a massive market for that, and I'm not knocking it. I think Game Pass is brilliant, absolutely brilliant, especially if you're not, you know, you haven't got a huge back catalogue like like we have. Um, it's perfect intro. Okay, let's move on to new achievement list. It's been a, a good week. 
Yeah, some good titles dropping this week. So obviously Sea of Thieves with 60 achievements, um, 50 of them probably doable by uh, people <laughs> for uh, 1,000 game score. We've had Attack on Titan 2, 40 achievements. Beast so Quest with 24 achievements. ACA Neo Geo Waku Waku 7, uh, which sounds like a noise <laughs> I really want to play that. Uh, standard 12 achievements. Metropolis Lux Obscura with 23 achievements. Uh, Extinction with 27 achievements. Ultra Wings on Windows 10 with 10 achievements. And Hot Offer Press is Far Cry 5 with 50 achievements. What's Ultra Wings? Is that a flying game? Um, it sounds like it, but yeah, I'm not too sure. Yes, it is a flying game. It's £12.50. It's small download. Mm. 357 meg. Um, just loads of massive 100 point scores mm. and it's £12.49 that's a shame quite fancy that I do like flying games there's, a, there's an achievement called own it all for purchasing every office all of your achievements have the extra content required flag on them as well <laughs> external <laughs> oh, content that mean, so yeah. that means you've probably got to download planes or buy planes to some degree buy it? planes yeah. planes are two things um Interesting. That's a shame. I quite fancy a bit. Like had uh, a ton of DLC hit as well. So new character in Overwatch, um, Bridget, with two achievements for 30 gamer score. Smite's had the Smite birthday update, with two achievements for 35 gamer score. Injustice has had a ton of new content. We've got a legendary edition update, um, with two achievements for 45 gamer score. And then a deluge of characters. Uh, so you've got Black Mantra, Dark Side, or Seed? Dark Seed? Uh, Enchantress, Hellboy, Raiden, Red Hood, Starfire, Sub Zero, The Atom, and Sub Zero. Love Sub Zero and Raiden. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Is that yeah, all the Turtles? Yeah, those characters are awesome. Yep. Yeah. Wow, amazing. Okay. Um, I started Injustice 2 on the stream. So on the. Yeah, uh, Mike's going to send us the code for all that. DLC, so we can have a play with that. It's a good game, interesting. Okay, sweet. And then uh, Shantae Half Genie Hero got the costume pack for 10 achievements for 350 gamer score, and X Morph Defense has had 10 achievements for 500 gamer score added in the survival wow. mode. Good DLC, stuff. Which is actually a title. Okay. Game, so. New releases. Today's the big one. In fact, a way out. Have we got the achievement list for that? Yet? Yeah, we have. We, we first had to have the achievement list up. Fourteen. Uh, that is out. My my, it's sat in the other room, waiting for me to play. Or I should have just presented it. Okay, and then I could have taken it. Home and yeah, <laughs> could have done that. Uh, we should play it at some point. We're going to stream it today, but I don't think we're going to have time now. Um, I'm looking forward to playing that. That's out today properly. We also have Western Press. Don't know anything about that. Next week we have MX versus ATV All Out, uh, Earthlock, Pix Arc. And ACA Neo Geo Sengoku. Uh, so relatively chilled week after yeah, Far Cry Madness. Five as well. Oh, Far Cry Five. Why is that not listed? Because the achievement uh, list just comes through. It never puts the release oh, date. Gone wonky. Okay, fair enough. Uh, that's out on Tuesday. Is that right? Yeah, Tuesday. Or even earlier if you're cool. <laughs> Um, excellent okay cool thanks for joining us we will be back at some point soon with the History of TA podcast look out for it it will be a bonus edition it won't be the normal Friday one have a wonderful weekend enjoy Sea of Thieves if you're playing it let us know your thoughts on the game I want to hear some more positive stuff I want to hear why people are going to play this game until they get those 1,000 
uh, grindy, grindy achievements because that that's the thing that's freaking me out at the moment. Um, tell us your stories. And we'll be back next week. Have a wonderful... Oh, it's Good Friday next week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. We must have gone there. Thursday pod. Um, we'll see you then. Bye. Yeah, you catch you later. Bye.